And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Sunday, April 4th. It is also Easter Sunday. So I want to wish all of you who are celebrating a very happy Easter. This will be my second Easter, not celebrating with our family. So um, I look forward to next Easter. And then we're going to have a blowout Easter. That'll be it. Uh, All right. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. But only if you guys let us know what's going on. Send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. And if you're on the website, the JillOnMoney.com website, maybe because you're signing up for our free weekly newsletter, which is fantastic. And Mark does that every Friday. If you sign up for that and then maybe your mind is jogged, you oh, I have a question. Just hit the contact button. Don't forget to let us know if you'd like to join us live. That is what Brianne did. Brianne is on the line from the Bay Area. Welcome, Brianne. What can we do for you? Hi, Jill. Thanks so much for having me. Sure. Um, Last week, I was up visiting my parents in Oregon, and uh, I've been bothering them for the last 13 years to get a will done, so they finally got that done. Um, But their financial picture was made a little bit more clear to me. Uh, while I was talking to them about that. And so I have some concerns about where they're at financially. Mm. How old are they? Uh, My dad is 61, and he just retired last year. Uh, My mom is 66 and is hoping to retire, but not retired yet. And she doesn't know if they can afford it. Mm. And so that's kind of where some of my questions come in. Okay. So dad retired. So 61 is pretty early. Um, does he have a pension or does he have some other stream of income that's go- that allowed him to retire? Yes, he has a pension. He was a public um, employee for 35 years. So he has a pension. His take-home is about $1,900 a month from that. Okay. And does that pension also include um, health care for him? It does not. Okay. All right. So mom's still working. And what's mom doing? My mom is a um, marketing director for a small craft distributor. Okay. And so are are they getting health insurance through her job? 
my dad has private health insurance that he's paying for. And then since my mom is over 65, her company um, made her go on to Medicare. Medicare. Okay. So mom's on Medicare. Got it. Okay. How much longer is mom going to work? Uh, she would like to retire any day now. Um, so we're just trying to make sure that they kind of have the funds to be able to do that. Okay. How much does your mom make right now? She makes her take home is about twenty six hundred dollars a month. All right. So between his nineteen hundred and her twenty six hundred, is that kind of covering their needs? Yeah, they're they their expenses expenses are only about twenty eight hundred dollars a month. Mm, okay, good. They own their own home. They do. How much is the house worth? It's worth about two twenty five. Mortgage or no mortgage. No mortgage. There's a small HELOC for $5,000. Oh, okay. That's good. What would your mother's Social Security check look like if she were to retire? I don't know what her full retirement age is, probably 66, 67, but let's say she'd get 66. So what does her Social Security estimate look like? Her estimate if she retired right now at 66 would be $1,400. Hmm. That's not sounding exactly like what we need. Exactly. So, uh, okay. Now tell me about their savings. Tell me they have a million dollars saved somewhere. Pretty Uh, please. Jill, I wish. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Everybody wants that. I know. So because my dad wasn't a public employee, um, they were putting money into his pension for a long time. And then in about 2004, they started an IAP for the state of Oregon, uh, which transferred into an IRA once he retired. So mm-hmm. he's got $50,000 there. Mom had a 401k, uh, and I just learned last week that in 2007, she decided she was losing too much money and pulled it all out and put it into two annuities, one worth 40000 and one worth 80000 mm. Okay. Um, and is she contributing to... A, the 401k still or not? No, she stopped contributing. Okay. All right. Um, any other money that's floating around, cash accounts, savings, bonds, anything like that? Um, my mom has a small rollover IRA that's $3,000 that's sitting in a cash fund right now, not making anything. Um, but that's it. They don't have, you know, just regular expenses in their checking account, nothing in savings, nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Okay. So um, tell me about what you think, like in terms of what your game plan looks like right now, as you look at this, what are the, a, what are the questions that you have arisen now that you have all the information and B, what is it that you think needs to happen next? Um, I've got a couple of big questions. Number one is, what can I do with those annuities? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what kind of annuities, annuities they are. I know that they have matured at this point, so I'm wondering if I can put them back into an IRA for her. Yeah, you should um, be able to. So just so you know that as long as we've passed the surrender period, which is probably, I, I imagine, because she did it in 2007, the surrender period is unlikely to be more than 10 years So what can usually happen with those accounts is you can now just roll it over and put it into an IRA account somewhere else where hopefully you'll have nice uh, low expenses. Yeah. Um, And then my dad's investment in his IRA, the the 
people that he is with, their uh, expenses were very high from what mm. I was looking at. So I'd like to roll him over also into, you know, one of the low cost, big investment firms mm-hmm. um, for both of them so that we've got some lower fees there. So that seems fine. Um, I, I like both of those plans and, and that'll make it cleaner. I mean, so I'm just looking at the numbers. Dad's pension at $1,900 a month. Mom's Social Security is and, you know, gives you $3,300 a month. You said their expenses are $2,800. So the reason why I sort of went like, "Mm," because I feel like $500 a month is not that big a cushion. Okay. And and I'm a little bit, you know, I want to make sure that we take into account that you know, there's going to be stuff that happens. And, and what I mean stuff is usually health care stuff. Definitely. So yeah. so I, I'm trying to figure out whether we could give you a little bit more of a cushion. And I think, look, maybe the they, they probably don't need to pull a ton of money out of the savings. So once you roll over his IAP slash IRA, that 50 grand, and you roll over her two plans, there's 170 grand that's basically invested. And I think that that has to be a really low risk, low cost investment profile. And the reason is that if you needed to dip into something, you couldn't necessarily take the risk of losing. So in my mind, we we take that money that you have invested, you roll it over, you may want to put it into, you know, a low cost index funds. You may want to use uh, a robo-advisor. But what you really need to be clear about is we cannot take a ton of risk with this money. You want to grow it a little bit, but you just cannot afford a loss. That is the key here because this 170, that's it for them. I mean, look, I don't want to tell your mother to like, oh, you know what? You should work till 70 and a half because that actually would make your whole financial life look better. It would, by the way. Maybe she really just so burnt. I don't know she wants to retire tomorrow, it seems like unfair to ask her to do that. But I mean, obviously, the longer she works, the better their financial situation looks, right? Because her social security benefit might rise. But more importantly, they're just able to take home more money and save some more money. Agreed. How do you think she would feel about that? Like, if she were listening in on this, what do you think she'd be saying? Um, She would tough it out and probably do it. But wouldn't be super happy about it. I know. We want her to be happy. <laughs> Maybe if you could say to her this, let's let's think about how we can sell this a little bit. You know, I spoke to this person. She's a certified financial planner. I think we should make some changes for your, your retirement accounts. We're going to make sure that they're in low-cost options and that they're properly diversified, meaning we don't really, I don't think you should take a lot of risk and the CFP didn't think so either. It's kind of like you're telling your mom she made the right, you had the right instinct. Like we should not want to lose money here, right? Uh huh. Then you can make the turn and say, and obviously, mom, you know that, you know, you guys aren't rolling in it. Every month that you delay claiming your Social Security retirement benefit, the better off you and dad are going to be. And just leave it. And, and, you know, she'll have to make a decision. We, We can't make that decision for her. That's very true. Right? The thing about claiming Social Security is that your benefit is twofold. If you're still working, then you're making money, right? And that they could beef up their savings in that time horizon. So if she worked for a few more years, you know, making that extra $1,200 a month, 
that she, you know, right, the difference between her take home pay and her social security check, right? That yep. will just help beef up their safety net. And okay. in addition, waiting to claim social security retirement benefits until you're 70 actually increases your benefit pretty sizably. If you go to ssa.gov and you have like you, you can do it with your mom and just register, you can see what it looks like. Hey, what happens when if I wait till I'm 70? You can show her the difference in the check. And maybe that is like a horrible idea. Or maybe she says, oh, my God, it's that much more money. I'm totally going to keep working. And, and, and that's how, you know, we try to sort of softly influence people who probably are really exhausted from working their whole lives. Yeah. Makes sense? Yes, I've been, I've been softly influencing and, and been a little more hard on influencing them. I know, I know. But you're being a good kid, and that's smart. From your perspective, you're, you know, you're probably like, I want to get this done, I want to get this done. From her perspective, you know, look, they obviously didn't move fast on the, the wills. They did it after 13 years. So I don't want it to take 13 years, but I think presenting her the information and showing her the difference in the money and the cash flow could be very valuable. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Okay, that's it for the program. Happy Easter again. Just want to thank you again for listening. Don't forget to send us your questions. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and put your hands metaphorically on someone's back today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>